This conference will now be recorded. Kindness towards us. As a network, as Father, we adore you. We love you, oh God. Father, Lord Jesus, we are grateful for protecting us today. Praise be unto you. Glorify Giving up because of the situation they, they may find themselves. You are praying for strength. Bible says that God is able to strengthen the feeble knees. You are praying that may God grant them strength. May God grant them strength. Every mother who has who is at the verge of giving up, you are praying for strength from the, for them. Lift up your voice and make this prayer with me in the name of the Lord Jesus, Father Lord. We have come before your throne of grace and we ask that Lord, any mother who is at the verge of giving up. 
for life and every circumstance they find themselves. Lord, we pray for strength for them. We pray for strength for them. We pray for strength for them. In the name of the Lord, we endow with supernatural strength of the Lord. In the name of the Lord, the Lord, you Lord, as we come before the Lord, we pray, oh God, from any bloodline illness in their family. We are praying that may they be accepted. May they be divinely accepted. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice and make prayer. We are praying that, Lord, may you accept them from any bloodline illness. In the name of the Lord Jesus, for every Jesus, 
around them for their protection in the name of the Lord Jesus. Make this prayer with me wherever you are. We are declaring that may the protection of God be doubled around them. Of any pregnant woman in the network, we are praying for God's protection over them. Uh, lift up your voice somebody. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord. Uh, as the mountains of Jerusalem. May you
prayer beloved and we are praying that any voice of any evil altar speaking against their pregnancy be muted by the blood of jesus in the name of the lord jesus we are praying that may their voice of any evil altar speaking against their pregnancy be muted by the blood of jesus make this prayer with me beloved wherever you are we are praying that may the voice of any evil altar be muted we mute their voice they lack the ability to speak concerning their pregnancy 
sister. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come on, join me in prayer wherever you are. Malusha,
Thank you, Lord Jesus. We want to make another prayer for, for the pregnant woman. Then we'll pray for our chief servant. We are praying that in the name of the Lord Jesus, no pregnant woman is losing his, uh, a baby amongst us. No pregnant woman is losing a baby. We declare, Bible says that you to declare a thing and it shall be established. It says that speak as an oracle of God. We are declaring and prophesying into throne room. We are declaring that no pregnant woman is losing his or her baby. No pregnant woman is losing his or her baby. In the name of the Lord Jesus, no pregnant woman. Lift up your voice and make this declaration with me. In the name of the Lord Jesus, neither would they lose their lives. Neither would they lose their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Sandelebede, Kemilambo, Sipadio, Satila Dosha, Kemetolebe, 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you. 
Oh, 
Amen. 
for tonight we thank you for your grace of fellowship we thank you oh god for the gift of life we commit tonight's session into your hands spirit of the living god let our pleadings and supplications be acceptable before thee we subdue holy father any spirit that will rise up against this session in the name of jesus grant your people access and let the name Jesus Christ be exalted as always. Amen. We thank God for Amen. another day in his presence. We continue with our series on free to be. And it's a series on deliverance. The first thing we dealt with on the team was breaking satanic influences and activities upon God's people. Tonight, we continue with the second, the second topic to be dealt with on this series of free to be. The Bible makes us understand that he that the Lord God has set free is free indeed. So the second definition of deliverance, the first definition of deliverance, we were made to know that it is a confrontational spiritual activity that destroys satanic influences and activities in the lives of God's people. Tonight, the second definition for Deliverance is a process of spiritual warfare by which people mandated by God destroy anything that has to do with our covering. Anything that has to do with our covering. One of the major things that affects the covering of a being is his garment. So when you read Zachariah chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, that's a revelation Zachariah had about Joshua. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. So Joshua was standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan was also standing at the right hand of Joshua to oppose him, the verse two. And the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who had chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plugged from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garment and was standing before the angel. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And he answered and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, 
take away the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, See, I have removed your iniquity from you, and I will clothe you with rich robes. The verse 5. And I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head, and they put the clothes on him. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Tonight, we are going to focus tonight, and maybe God willing, tomorrow. We are going to focus on garments, the covering of everyone is identified by the garments he or she wears. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The technology of garments plays a major role in the lives and destinies of of both of people, both in the physical realm or in the spiritual realm. I am focusing on understanding garments. So when you pick it from everyone on earth, from the soulish realm, from the spirit realm, everybody, either an angelic being, a spirit being, is always covered. And what covers these entities, what covers us on this earth, is what we call garments. So I may ask, why are garments so special in tonight's session? The term garments represents Wow. Do we have somebody by name? Shimaima. 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 I want to pray for a lady by name, Shimaima. I see myself in an office. But the place looks more, I don't know whether it's a security zone or whatever, because there, there are huge gates and huge walls. I, 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 I am seeing this lady stepping on something that looks more like a scorpion. Something that looks more like a scorpion. Something that looks more like a scorpion. Then I heard a voice on my left ear screaming, Jemima, it is a trap. Don't step on it. Unfortunately, she had already stepped on it with her left foot. Dear lady by name Jemima. Ah. Yes, Apostle. Please, I'm here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
get your oil and anoint your feet quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Quickly. Quickly. You were not the target. You were not the target. Apostle, please ask You are not the target. But there is a power struggle going on in your organization. Between a feminine being and a man, a female person and a man. And the target is against a female person. That is why you stepped into it. So this is basically what would have happened to you. The left side of your your your, your being, you're going to suffer a partial stroke on the left side of your body. A position. So one has to take one out so that it will only be him for that role. Father, I thank you for your grace of revelation. I thank you for the life of your dear daughter, Jemima. By the mystery of this oil, preserve her soul. Preserve her body. By the mystery of this oil, we neutralize anything that has not been sanctioned by you in their organization. Any power that has been planted, Lord Jesus, within their office compound, I pray in the name of Jesus, by the mystery of this oil, we neutralize the potency of God. Hmm. Drug related. The struggles as a result of a drug related case. Drug, drug related. Father, preserve your dear daughter. Preserve her. In a going out and a coming in. Let your grace of preservation look at her. And let her walls be enforced in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, now we know that garments are just covering. And one of the things that Lord God has assigned us to do is to destroy coverings that have not been sanctioned by God. 
And I made you aware that the technology of the government itself plays major roles in the spirit, spiritual, and the physical space. So anything that has to do with government impacts identity. So if you want to know the careers of people, just by the alignment, it enables us people to identify whichever profession ah what is happening tonight Effie somebody should tell the lady in Takradi Effie Effie please fast for your last point God took my spirit to a refuse dam and I saw a pit in the refuse dam and I saw your last born in the refuge dam, and I saw you FA at the other side, and I saw you tying more like the clothes on you, just to give to your child as a rope. And your child was screaming, and you were also screaming for help, but it seems that just as it was revealed to me, there was no one within that enclave. If Efe is online, I would love to plead for her. If she's not online, somebody should inform her to start fasting. It's the destiny of this child that is about to be buried. Buried at a refuge area. This one is a typical witchcraft-related attack. If Efe is online, I would love to plead for her. If she's not online, somebody should tell her to start an immediate fast, God willing, tomorrow. At three, at least a three days fast wouldn't be bad. A three days fast wouldn't be bad. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I will I will be ministering whilst we go on with whatever the Lord God has for us tonight so a government is a way of identification it helps identify people so if you see a lawyer it is it's his government that will let you know that this man is a lawyer if you see a footballer it is how the footballer has been dressed that will let you know that this person is a footballer. The second thing government does is that a government defines an authority. Whether one's authority is present or absent is defined by what the person wears. Just imagine You've seen a military person, a police person, a policeman, 
of anybody in these service uniforms. Even if you are driving and such a person stops you, asks you to stop, it doesn't matter your rank, you will stop. Ideally, if such a person is not wearing a uniform and the person commands you to stop, I don't think you even mind the person. But just because of the uniform the person wears, it gives the person a certain authority that is why i said garments defines authority the second thing a garment does that as it, it even defines authority it also helps define the ranks and status of people. So if you see an army general, it is the stance and other things on his garment that will let you know that this man, this officer is not an ordinary officer. When you go to the medical profession, most of the times, when you go at times, when I go to the hospitals, I see some of the nurses wearing a uh, green, at times some are wearing white, and at times what even they use, the belts, it's most of it different. All these represents or defines a certain authority. The third thing garments does both in the physical and the spiritual realm it confers what we call opportunities that's one thing i know in life the way one dresses can either open a door or close a door the way one dresses so somewhere somehow will even determine how one addresses the person. That is why even in the corporate world, a lot of details are always placed on what? Pre on what? How one presents itself. So your government can confer certain opportunities. Just imagine you are at your workplace and you see somebody who is a judge. You will immediately attend to the needs of the person. Just imagine you are at your workplace and a man of God comes in his full priestly garments. Just imagine you at your workplace and somebody comes dressed in a certain way. The person will easily be attended to. So what you wear can even determine the opportunities that comes your way. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
And what I'm saying, garments also portrays is that it reveals the prosperity and status of people. Though it's not always the case. When you read two, uh, two Chronicles, chapter 9, verse 4, when the Queen of Sheba encountered Solomon, the Lord makes us understand he was she was astonished by the fine clothes, by the garments of Solomon's servant. Though he had not met Solomon. Just by the appearance of his servants, he knew that Solomon was indeed a great man. At times you go for parties, you go, you go for outdoor events. When you see certain people dress you yourself, nobody will tell you that hey, this person could be could be coming from. A very influential or rich home. So garments reveals honor and prosperity. So in the opposite sense, garments also reveals adversity. At times when you see the appearance of people, eh? You can easily conclude that all is not well with the person. So anytime Israel was under any form of affliction, they will always change their garments and wear sackcloth and cry out to God for mercy because these garments reveal a certain dimension of affliction it has become a medium of operations by these forces of darkness There is a certain there is a certain rule in the realms of the spirit, and per that rule, there is whatever garment one wears in the realms of the spirit has its corresponding effects in the physical realm. So, from Genesis to Revelation, anytime. The fathers of old had access to the heavens. They always saw God dressed in a certain way. It revealed, it demonstrated his power in the invisible realm. The same power is also replicated in the visible realm. 
So the scripture that we read, we realize that the garment of the high priest had been tempered with. There is a whole unit in the demonic kingdom and what they do is after they have today I want to pray for Hike. I don't think he's online. Paul, please tell your cousin that the darkness is not over. And you spend quality time in prayer and fasting for the first daughter. I see the enemy striking him again. I see him lying on the floor. Willing. Then I looked. And I saw what had befell the young one. Thank you, Jesus. A home related incident. A home related incident. I'm seeing blood. I'm seeing blood. In the set of the father and the hands of the father. A home related accident. Father, I use Paul as a point of contact to plead for the cousin. Lord, we know that this month of May is really not a good month for our young ones. Because strange beings have been unleashed upon this earth planet. And their purpose, oh God, is to take the lives of our young ones. We plead for mercy, Holy Father, upon our brother's family. Every storm that is raging, 
a storm whose effect will be worse than what had already happened. Father, with my hands lifted up, I cried for mercy. We cry for mercy. For the sake of our dear brother, let your mercies prevail and preserve the life of this young child. We disallow Holy Father any home-related accident that will cause a head-related injury in this innocent child. That's straight from the dwarf kingdom. That has been con- contracted to physically take the life from your brother, from our brother. I release your net. Let your invisible net, O God, shop spirit from the dwarf kingdom Yes, and family in that same realm, my soul and my spirit is hidden in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Somebody should tell Carol to pray for the dad. Can a post-trait disorder lead to cancer? I don't know. 
because I can see a doctor's report. And it was more like a prostate disorder. Can it lead to a cancer? Yes. Yes, Apostle. Yes, Apostle. Carol should pray. Let her siblings cry out to God on behalf of her father. Let them cry out to God on behalf of her father. That made them Lord God for their sake. Have mercy on the Father. It's a condition that leads to death. But before that, a lot of money will be spent. There'll be a lot of travels. But he wouldn't make it. Let her cry out to God. And the Lord God will intervene. Thank you, Father. So now let's continue. Let's focus on the diverse kinds of garments. So right now we know that there is a certain technology. And the technology, anytime the enemy wants something to manifest on this edge space, all what the enemy has to do is to find a certain corresponding garment and put it upon the person in the invisible realm. The moment the person does that, it is going to manifest physically. The first garment I'm going to elaborate is the garment of shame and reproach. And when you read second Samuel chapter 30, verse 19. Tama. After she was raped, the Bible makes us understand that she put ashes on her head and tore her rope of many colors that was on her. I told you that the garment that you wear, I did guess what you call it. It defines your authority, it impacts your identity. So you realize that this lady was wearing a coat of many colors. Meaning she wasn't an ordinary person. But the Bible makes us understand just because of a certain issue that had happened. She tore her rope of many colors that was on her and laid her hand on her head and went away crying bitterly. The second scripture we are going to use before we pray is in Exodus chapter 9, verse 5 and 6. At the evening sacrifice, I rose, I arose from my fasting, and having torn my garment and rope, 
I fell on my knees and spread out my hands to the Lord, my God. And I said, oh my God, I am too ashamed and humiliated to lift up my face to you. My God, for our iniquities have risen higher than our deeds and our guilt has grown up to the heavens. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I've already told you that in the realm of the Spirit, what one wears determines what they experience. So if the enemy puts a garment of shame and reproach on you, what you will experience are things that pertains to what shame and disgrace so if the enemy wants to destroy your life all what they have to do is just as it was revealed to me about a face child a refuse dump a hole has been digged has been dug now the 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 child is in the hole a state of what hopelessness a government a garment has been placed upon a child. So whatever will happen to the child has something to do with what? Disgrace and shame. If you've realized that in your life there are trains of shame, there are trains of reproach, that even when your maze, when you meet your maze, it's as if you are hiding. When you meet your peers, it's as if you are hiding. When you meet your colleagues, it's as if you are hiding. Anytime you meet somebody in your life, and there is a, a there is this feeling that the person somewhere somehow may ask you something that pertains to your life something that can cause you to be ashamed you begin to hide so some of us when we step out and people ask us about our love life because nothing good is happening in that area of our lives we find it very difficult to even discuss it. At times, you meet somebody who asks you also, since you got married, when are you going to have a child? A season. After your, your, your education, when are you going to start working? So the enemy can place this garment of shame and reproach upon you. That even among your siblings, you will begin to hide. You will lose interest in anything that has to do with life. 
Tonight, I want you to hold your garment. Maybe the garment of shame that the enemy had placed upon your soul is connected to one area of your life. Maybe the garment of shame is just connected to the manifestation of a certain desire. Of a certain desire. The Bible makes us understand the woman with the issue of blood has suffered from physicians. Maybe your garment of shame has to do with your aesthetic health-related condition. And because of that condition, it has affected so many things about your life. I said, I want you to hold your garment. I know that in the realms of the spirit, people wear different things. And whatever they wear determines their experience. So if you are experiencing anything that has to do with a delay, a delay, any question that when somebody asks you, you feel embarrassed. It could not that area of your life a certain garment of shame and reproach won't you go to work where are you working won't you come and pay your debt any question that puts a believer in an uncomfortable situation then you should know that you have already become a victim of this garment. I want you to hold your, whatever you are wearing, just hold some parts. I didn't say, use your hand to touch your body with a cloth, just hold it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I consecrate the hands of your people and I activate your horns in the palms of your people. As your sons and daughters, Holy Father, have touched their garments. Let fire begin. There is somebody here. Is it that you are a twin? No, a twin. There is somebody here, a twin. A twin. A twin. I see a garment being placed upon that person. So twins. And the garment is not on the other twin, but the garment is on one particular, one of the two. 
and it's a garment of shame and reproach. Everything that pertains to the life of this twin is retrogressing. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Let your mercy prevail. Let your mercies prevail. So it's as if the other is far, far ahead. Ideally, the sun rules in the day, the moon in the night, supported by the star. That other twin is a star, not even a, a, a moon. So it is an error. It is an error. Hold your garment. Spirit of the living God, by my prayer, let every garment of shame in my life and that of my loved ones catch fire in the name of Jesus. I repeat, I will entreat you to pray with all your strength. Spirit of the living God, by my prayer tonight, let every garment of shame in my life and that of my loved ones catch fire in the name of Jesus. I repeat for the last time. Spirit of the living God, by my prayer, let every garment of shame in my life and that of my loved ones catch fire in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, let every altar of shame and reproach catch fire now in the name of Jesus. Altars in my bloodline enforcing these garments uh, tonight in the name of Jesus uh, and by the way of the Lord, uh, catch fire now, catch fire now in the name of Jesus. Uh, I want you to lift up your voice uh, and begin to pray. Uh, Declare by the way of the Lord, the spirit of the living God, by my prayer tonight, let every garment of shame in my life, let every garment of shame in the life of my children, catch fire now, in the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray, to let the power of any garment of shame, any garment of reproach, to let the power of
themselves 
and all the bread of the provision was dry and moldy. James chapter 5, verse 1 to 3. Come now, you rich. Weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted. And your garments are mud eating. Your gold and silver are corroded. And your corrosions will be a witness against you. And you will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. The next government we are about to attack is the government of poverty and wretchedness. There are certain people in the ranks of the spirit. Whilst I was praying, one of the things the Lord God revealed to me, there are certain people the enemy had put upon them rust, rust on their body. A certain old place. Has been placed in their hands. And what they only do. Is to beg. That is why I tell some of you what you dream. You always see yourself wearing rags. Garments, ideally, in the physical space, you wouldn't wear. A lot of believers have become victims of this technology. It doesn't matter your educational background. It doesn't matter your connections. There are a lot of people putting in hard work. But at the end of the day, there is nothing to show. There are certain families. There are certain people that this garment of poverty, just as Job said, Job 13, 28. It's a man decays like a rotten thing. So you have to even beg. Your debtors are after you. You are hardworking. But at the end of the day, you have no idea what you even do with your money. You are always in debt. This morning, whilst I was in prayer, God directed me to pray for one of our sisters. It's been a while she even came online. That the Lord God opened my eyes and I saw this garment of poverty. This is a lady that is really doing very well. Quickly, I, I tried to reach her, her phone was off. Then I began 
to ask God questions. She said, because of that, she's owing a lot of people. That is why she has even put her phone off. She's working. Her salary is very good. These are not people that live a certain kind of strange lives that they are always spending. No. It is a system. And it doesn't matter what you have. You can be a victim. A garment of poverty. Tonight, I want you to just touch your pocket. Hold that part, your pocket, hold it. Hold it. And let's take this prayer point. In the name of Jesus, every garment of poverty on my body tonight by the message of God catch fire now in the name of Jesus every garment of poverty upon my children every garment of poverty upon my partner tonight by the word of the Lord by the mercies of Elohim catch fire now catch fire now catch fire now in the name of Jesus in the next two minutes lift up your voice and begin to pray any garment of poverty uh, on your body uh, on your soul uh, on your spirit uh, tonight by the word of the lord uh, by the message of god let that government of poverty let that government of righteousness catch fire now catch fire now Thank <laughs> you. 
the garment of blindness. I have been there before. I know how it feels to be sick. I want you to touch any part of your body. If you under the sound of my voice and somewhere, somehow, you are experiencing certain infirmities, I want you to lay your hand on that part of your body. There is a certain technology that before anything manifests in the physical realm, some of us, there are certain garments of various hospitals on us. I want you to touch any part of your body. And he threw, he threw aside his garment, the garment of sickness. The garment of afflictions. At times, the doctors are even tired. In fact, your condition defies medical reasoning. There is nothing again to do. I want you to touch any part of your body. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, every garment of affliction, every garment of diseases, garments of ancestral disease, you see. Some of us in our families, we have something we call the bloodline, this health-related disorders. Your mother had pressure. So your two siblings are already having pressure. It is an ancestral garment. That is being passed on from generation to generation, from one person to the other. Let's repeat the prayer point. Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, every garment of affliction, every garment of diseases, every ancestral garment of diseases, Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost to consume it now, to consume it now, to consume it now, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, by your sovereign mercy, let every garment of affliction, let every generation garment of 
and affliction. Let every generation garment of disease be set ablaze now. Be set ablaze now. Be set ablaze now. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and declare by the word of the Lord that, oh God, by your sovereign mercy, every garment of affliction, every garment of pain, every garment of discomfort, if you know that every the conditions in your family, every garment of high blood pressure, every garment of cancer, every garment of diabetes, every garment of an eye disorder, in your family, in your life, tonight by the word of the Lord, we set it ablaze, 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 we set it any health related garment that has been placed upon their soul, their spirit, and their bodies tonight by the word of the Lord. 
we deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost uh, to consume it now. Let your fire occur. Set Allah to kappa every garment of an infirmity, every bloodline related health, health condition. We set it on fire. We set it on fire. We set it on fire in the name of Jesus. There is somebody here. You had a dream. And you had gone to your seamstress in the dream for a dress. That seamstress asked you to wear it to see if it will fit. But the moment you wore the dress, on your left lower, is it the lower left abdomen? You felt like a shopping. So in the dream, it was like an ant had bitten you. From that day you had the dream, you'll be having some kind of discomfort at the lower left side of your body. Tonight in the name of Jesus, let the fire of the Holy Ghost set that evil garment on fire. Any health-related garment transferred from one generation to the other. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost set it ablaze now. Set it ablaze now. Set it ablaze now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The next garment we are going to pray about, the garments are a lot. I want us to pick just a few. Anything that has to do with negativity, there's a corresponding garment for it. So I am just being selective. The next garment I would really want us to pray against is the garment of sorrow and depression. Some few, was it somewhere last week? I think I was listening to Joy FM or so, and they were talking about mental health in Ghana. I became scared because you realize that most of the people that called were corporate people and they were having a lot of issues with their mental health. There is a, a garment of depression. There is a garment of sorrow. There are some people eh, no matter what happens around them, they are not happy. It has nothing to do with their careers. It has nothing to do with their family. It has, in fact, there is even no problem. They are just not happy. At times you'll be there. Then suddenly, 
It's as if a strange cloud had, had overshadowed you. You are not happy. There are some people, eh? No matter what one does for them, they will always be bitter. The last group of people, what the enemy does to them, it stimulates a certain system around them. And for that system, there is always something that goes wrong in the lives of such people. There is always a problem to be solved. So with such people, they're always in depression. They will go to the office today, a wahala. They will come home, wahala. The next day, they will go to the office, same. So with them, the enemy makes sure that something always goes wrong in their lives. And that will cause them to remain in depression forever. There's one thing I love about life. I know, <laughs> you see, God created this life for something. He created us this world for a pleasure. Therefore, our life on this earth ought to be enjoyed. But most of us, it is one endurance after the other. There is a garment of sorrow. There is a garment of depression. So when you read Psalm 69, verse 10 and 11, when I went and testing my soul with fasting, that my reproach and the verse 11, I also made sackcloth my garment. So some people, what the enemy had put upon them is not sackcloth. It is a sorrowful cloth. It is a sad cloth. So when read Genesis chapter 37 verse 34, the Bible says, Then Jacob tore his clothes, put sackcloth on his waist, and mourned for his son many days. Ah, the same Job in Job chapter 16, 15, verse 15 to 16. It says, because of his conditions, he has sown what we call a sackcloth over his skin. There is a garment of depression. There is a garment of sorrow. Tonight,
we are going to cry out to God. So the other day in Psalm 30 verse 11, David said, you have turned for me my morning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. I want you to place your hand on your heart. Spirit of the living God. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Let any garment of sorrow and depression. On my life and the life of my loved ones. Be set ablaze. In the consuming name of Jesus Christ, I repeat, time is fast. Spent. This is our last prayer point. We continue, God willing, tomorrow. Spirit of the living God, by the power of the Holy Ghost, let any garment of sorrow and depression. On my life is set ablaze uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I want you to lift up your voice uh, and begin to pray. Declare by the word of the Lord that all God, uh, any garment of sorrow, any garment of depression uh, upon my soul, uh, upon my spirit, uh, upon my body, uh, tonight, oh God, uh, by your sovereign mercy, uh, let the consuming fire set it ablaze, uh, set it ablaze, uh, set it ablaze. Uh, in the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray. Declare by the word of the Lord, the spirit of the living God, by your sovereign message, every garment of depression, every garment of sorrow. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we stand in a place, 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 lift up your voice and begin to pray. In your last life, garment of depression and your I cry out, oh Lord, be merciful, and stand it on fire, be merciful, and stand it on a place, in the name of Jesus, every garment of mourning, every garment of sorrow, every garment of God of pain, tonight, by your sovereign mercy, we plead, oh Lord, stand it on fire, stand it on fire, stand it on fire, stand it on fire. Merciful Father.
The other day you said we should commit and you the Lord God will establish. I stand on the authority of your word, oh Lord, and by the law of ranks, I establish the pleadings of your people. Any garment of negativity that has been placed upon your sons and your daughters in the realms of the spirit, finding expression in our physical world, Tonight we deplore the consuming fire of the Holy Ghost to overshadow your people and set these garments on fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God willing, tomorrow we continue. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the Amen.